Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. These pounds, pounds. Theologians, we are here today to put the her in thirty. Oh, are we? It worked. It, it did. Worked. Her in thirty. So close. Hi, my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy is attending a wedding tomorrow. I am. I mean, I am too. Yeah, my <laughs> thing was also that you'll be attending a wedding. <laughs> That's something you should know about us, uh, our beautiful co-hosts. Wedding attenders. Are attending a wedding, but more specifically, I was going to say um, that you're, that uh, Danny and Clem are yes. going to be flower girls in said wedding. They're super excited. And they'll be dressed as Rapunzel, and I'm super yeah. excited. I'm very excited. They are very excited. Clementine is taking her flower girl duties so seriously well yeah she's been packed for this trip yeah, for since two the months. beginning of march <laughs> and <laughs> she's this is her third time being a flower girl uh-huh. and so she knows the ropes yep and so when we we're driving down here this morning she was telling Janie, okay so you're gonna get um a, a basket or a bucket i don't know which something that can hold flowers in it and then as you're walking, make sure you don't do it all at once. And she's like walking her through. As you're walking, you throw some here and you throw some there. And Janie's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it was really great. She's really taking it seriously. Yeah. And I'm, very I'm super excited to see yeah. how it all goes. Flower girls yeah. are... You never know. You just you never you know. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but you do know it. that it's going to be cute. Right. It's going to be sweet. Generally. Whatever happens. And it is. It's like. It's so weird. Because it's Imogen's wedding. Yeah. And when I met her, she was younger than Janny. Yeah. And now she's getting married. And she, you know, she spent so much time babysitting my girls. And it's just. I know. Imogen, like. <sighs> I don't know what happened, but we all get older, I guess. <laughs> Something happened. Um, all of a sudden. now she's of age <laughs> to be married and an adult. And yeah, she used to, I mean, she would spend the night at my house a lot over the summers, her and Sailor and my niece. And like, yeah, it just seems like it was like, I knew Sissy. That was how I right. knew her right. first was Sissy. Right. And then it got to a point where like you weren't allowed to call her that anymore. Right. Because she grew up. I know. But I don't know. It's just really weird to see like all the little kids that you thought would be little forever. Grow up. Yeah. Well. It just makes you feel like anything could happen. <laughs> like what the heck? <laughs> that means Clementine's going to grow Stop. up. Stop. No. <laughs> Enough. Away with that. I mean that. even no, though besides kidding. the fact that Clementine's already practically grown up. <laughs> I know. Well, there was a moment today where... Except for a few, like, misunderstandings. <laughs> I know. Isn't that, Don't you love it when kids 
like they mostly get something right. Uh-huh. Like this is what made me think of it. You were talking about how she packed her bag. Yes. A month ago. Yes. But she packed all dirty clothes. <laughs> yeah. It was like so she gets what it means right. to pack a bag. Right. But then also she packed like 45 socks. <laughs> odd number of socks just gonna point right. that out not gonna work and like one pair of pants right yes so they get so close but the execution is not quite <laughs> right. there yet but it is there was a moment this morning when i had a lot of things i think we we're at a, like a rest stop or something and i had this moment where i was like clementine can you please i handed her my wallet and my keys because i made the conscious decision that at this moment her holding my wallet and keys was a better option and then it hit me like that's how grown she is <laughs> that I would hand her yeah. I, granted the most it was, important thing was only going to last, you know, 30 seconds, yeah. but I knew that I could trust her. You don't her. do it every day. Right. But... <laughs> I knew that I could trust her in this short time frame to be the one holding my wallet and my keys right. for a second. Like that was the smartest choice. And I was not worried. I didn't have to explain to her. Don't drop these. Don't put them down. Whatever. Right. Like she knew I'm the steward of this for now. Right. And she did a great job. She even said, I won't press any buttons <laughs> like on the keys, you know, <laughs> which means she looked at it and she was like, oh, Ooh, I want to push. Those buttons. <laughs> she goes, I won't press any. She's buttons. like, I won't do it. Yeah. And I was just like, that's how grown she is. And that's it's very it's cool. It's cool, though. It's like I, I don't want to be the mom and I feel it. I feel the temptation. But I don't want to be the mom that refuses to acknowledge my kids' growth. Right. Because actually all of my parenting is around their healthy growth. Right. <laughs> um, it would really be a disservice to the hard work you've put in. Right. So I'm not going to, as you know, I can acknowledge that, oh my goodness, it's so crazy to see Imogen be this adult. And there's a thing about it. Yeah. There's a thing about it that's sad because you're skipping something but you're growing into something better right do you know what i mean so it's like i'm glad i got to know her i didn't really know her that well when she was a toddler but i'm glad i got to know her as a teenager mm. and then see her grow into this next thing it, it's that little sting of nostalgia right but it's it's exciting yeah and so i have a hard time i think a lot of moms when you see your babies you know losing their babiness mm -hmm. and starting to grow you feel this natural pang of losing your baby. Mm -hmm. Like they're not really your baby anymore. Right. But then there's that. I think we should be just more excited. Like that. Well, because well, that's the point is they're the not point. supposed to right. stay a baby forever. <laughs> right. And if you have a 12 year old that acts like a baby, that's like not a that's good thing. not the point of what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Right. So I get that, but I also just want to, I want to orient myself towards like gratefulness and thankfulness that, oh my goodness, Clementine, she's not a little toddler anymore. And she is the kind of six-year-old you can give your wallet and keys right. to for a short amount of time mm -hmm. and not stress Maybe out. not like in a toy store. <laughs> right. <laughs> not that. But, you know, it's like, okay, this is... Because there was a time when you were like, I will never hand you my wallet. Never. And now... And now I can. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing. Yeah. And there was a time when Imogen was not getting married right. and shouldn't have. <laughs> right. And now she is. I know. And it's great. And it's exciting. And I'm really excited for this weekend and getting to hang out with everybody and yeah. stuff like that. We are talking about age today. So this I know. is actually it a kind great... of worked out nicely. <laughs> yeah. So we are at the end of our our pre spring planned shows. Yeah, this was our last one that we planned last Pitched, fall yep yeah 
And um, I had to look at the images <laughs> to remember why I yeah. wanted to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> but I think my motivation <clears throat> was that I was about to turn 30. So we have now turned 30. Right. I turned 30 in January. You turned 30 in March. And um, the fun one of the funniest things to me about turning 30 this year was that my whole life up until now, I thought turning 30 would feel like a really big deal or that I would be like upset about it, uh -huh. like upset that I'm not in my 20s anymore, like upset that I'm no longer like always going to be the youngest person in the room. And I always thought that would just stink, but it it yeah. doesn't stink at all. Like I, I right, the idea is happen. like, oh, you're 30 now, you can't do anything else that's cool or exciting <laughs> right. or interesting. But and, that's not true, right? No, that's, that's not just, how I feel. I don't know what that even is. Like, <laughs> right. I used to have really weird. Well, so unfortunately, and hopefully someone is encouraged by this. Um, unfortunately, I more than one time had someone tell me um or like came someone brought to my attention the um you know sort of like a woman's natural ability to have children after she's 30 um did you guys hear my eyes roll or? <laughs> so i had that happen to me and that was a rather painful experience um and praise god he didn't see fit to have me um wonder if that would happen um and in a, right and i also and also uh you know it's not just like oh praise god because i didn't have to go through that horrible thing um praise god because that is such a lie <laughs> and um like you don't need to if that's something you're thinking about if that's an association you're making with turning 30 and you happen to be single and you feel like something major is going to end for you when you're right. 30. Um, that's not just a lie scientifically. Yeah. Um, but that is a huge, that's just whoever brought that up to you made a big mistake and they still need your <laughs> forgiveness. Um, you're not allowed to hold it over their head for the rest of your life. Um, it, like it's just not, uh, it's wrong and that's wrong on so many levels. Right. Don't make that association. Um, right getting older I, I don't know I, I mean just, there will come a point for sure where all yeah. of us can no longer have right. children but certainly I don't think 30 is the cutoff right well and certainly if some of us never have children right it doesn't mean that you didn't um live your life the way that right God like God is still sovereign right so um right it just we just don't need to dwell on such things. <laughs> like it's just not a good idea. And it's, so, and it's full of uh, distrust right. for the Lord. So, so you're saying that wasn't don't. an encouraging <laughs> thought, but they gave no, you. But well, and also praise God. I think like, even if I hadn't gotten married, like it may, I'm sure it would have been more of a struggle and I would have had more um, thoughts about it around the time that I turned 30. Right. But um, I was also, kind of ready god equipped me right and i was a little bit more ready to face that as a lie right as opposed to being true right anyway right. that whole deep aside that i just gave <laughs> so i think well one of the reasons that i i'm excited i'm excited about the fact that this wasn't a horrible moment was because right. my whole life i think 
I you just you're around people. It is societally acceptable for women to hate their age. Yeah. In fact, I think we're expected to. And so what I grew up hearing, and I'm not pointing fingers, I'm saying the culture like will tell you that it's rude to ask a woman her age. Right. Because we're all apparently supposed to be so upset about it if we're not what less than 20 or less right. than 30, I guess is the, yeah like the cutoff, like, you know, the joke, like, Oh, it's your 10th, 29th birthday or whatever. Right. Well, and, and it's so rude if you have gray hair and wrinkles for someone to be like, are you not 27? <laughs> you know, like right. it's sort there's right. sort of a weird, I, I mean, I understand. I think there is something to be said about maybe not walking up to someone who you should be respectful of and being like, how, like, are you an old lady? <laughs> Right. But I just, I don't ever want someone to be afraid to ask me how old I am because the, my age is not an embarrassment. Like there is nothing to be embarrassed about by your age. The only time it's embarrassing, your age is embarrassing is when you're not acting your age. That's when it should be embarrassing. Let's be honest. There you go. That is the only time when you're, you know, you're 39 and you're living like you're an 18 year old. That's embarrassing. But also so much of this is cultural because I was thinking about the fact that 30 is actually really young. But if we look through history, it wasn't that long ago, like in the medieval times, that the average life expectancy was right around 30. Yeah. Which means I would have lived my (laughs) if I was a person back then, I would have been lucky if I had lived my entire life by now. Like people very rightly so would have been like, oh, are you turning 30? Oh, whoa. Because that's like the end of your life. That's the average life expectancy. And so now our average life expectancy is around 80. That's average 80. Mm -hmm. Um, So now you and I are still young, but that's not always how it's been in the course of history. And so I think part of the impact of that is we have a protracted and elongated adolescence in our culture. Yeah. Um, Women really aren't starting to have babies until I think, I think 34 is really because you have this whole mindset of, you know, you don't, don't have kids until you have your college degree and you have your home and you have your life figured out because kids are this like nice thing that you like tack on. Well, and it's because we were raised in homes that were put together and you know what I mean? Like we, we looked at how we were raised and we thought, oh, that's what you have to have to fa- have a family. But very ignorantly, what we didn't realize is it took my parents a long time to build that up. <laughs> right. My parents pro- possibly didn't buy a home the minute they got married. <laughs> right. You know, like it's right. Like it just it doesn't all happen instantly necessarily. Right. But we got it into our heads that like we can't have a baby until we have a nice dinette set. Right. <laughs> because that's what we had at home. Right. Like if you're still buying Ikea, you're not ready for a family yet. <laughs> hardwood. Once you're buying hardwood. Then you're ready. Then you are so ready for kids. Right. Which is hilarious because my parents just got their first. Right. You know, and they have It's grandkids. an illusion. It's like right. a weird assumption we have right. happening. It's so weird. Right. Well, and it's just, it's a part of how our culture thinks about children. Right. And it totally makes sense given how we think about death, how we think about our purpose, how we think about everything. It makes sense 
that children are a thing you may or may not possibly want to do depending on whether or not you've done all the things you want to do first. Right. Because everyone knows that having children requires sacrifice right. and work and money and time. I and won't be able to just Nobody wants do what to I give want. of those things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's just weird to think that we're 30 and for our culture that's young, but at the same time um, in a lot of history that wouldn't have been the case. And I really just don't feel... Um, I think I feel more comfortable with myself now than I ever have. Like I feel less needful of approval than I ever have yeah. in my entire life, which could be terrifying because they say that, you know, when you get old and you stop caring what people think, but I'm like already there. <laughs> <laughs> What am I going to be like when I'm 60? Well, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I really don't know that answer to that qu- that question. That is a really amazing thing to think about, though. I love that thinking about me at the age of 60 has made you speechless. Just in that capacity, I have no idea. And I think, honestly, that, I mean, and in a weird way, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about on the show is just like, we have no idea. Right. We have no idea. We've come so far in this life. We get this small amount of time that in the grand scheme of things is tiny. Right. And we have no idea how far we go. Right. Um, I was thinking I was uh, driving to work the other day and I was taking this doesn't mean anything to anyone who doesn't live in Arizona. But here we go. Phoenicians. This is for you. (laughs) Um, So. I was driving down the 60, headed west, uh-huh. and um, I get to, you have the 101 north ramp, yep. and you have the 101 south ramp, so I take yeah. the 101 north ramp to work, and um, like so I got on the 60, and I'm driving, and I'm, pa- and I'm like doing my thing, and I had this weird sudden flashback to when I had my permit, and I was learning to drive, because my parents, um, at the time, before everything real estate just like died crashed yeah um they owned homes that were they were fixing up and then we're going to either flip or rent or right whatever so we they had a home specifically in dobson ranch that they put like whoever lives there now it's a nice area it's a it's a great house yeah my stepdad like basically single-handedly redid everything nice to where it was super nice yeah um but so they did a lot of work on that house. And so I would like do my homework and then I would go over there and help them with That's whatever. Cool. And then my mom, we would take two cars. Um, and so my mom would take our little red truck that ended up being my first car. And uh, then when it was dark, I would drive on the freeway home, home when we were coming home, mm-hmm. just because it was like a, a little bit less pressure to drive on the freeway when there weren't as many people absolutely and so i had this because i used to it was on so i'd get on the freeway at dobson yeah and then i'd pass uh-huh the 101 and i'd you know the whole thing yeah um it's a pretty intense area yeah yeah and so it was just weird because i remember i remember sort of that process of learning to drive and memorizing the streets and which came next and being like okay the 101 North is here. The 101 South is here. So I don't want to be in those lanes. Right. So I need to get over. Right. And then being like, and I never, at that time, I never, ever could have thought that in 
15 ish years, Mm -hmm. I would intentionally be getting off at the 101 North Mm -hmm. to go to my job Mm -hmm. where I do ministry. Mm -hmm. Right. Ministry to feminists and (laughs) women who are having abortions. And I'm so sorry. Who is that? They don't know my life. (laughs) But I don't know. Like, I just, we, and I think we get those little, um, those little, Glimpses. It's the coolest thing about memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where sort of the nostalgic part of it comes is just that um, we have this ability to remember mm-hmm. and like recall things. And then you also like memory is like incredibly this very like sensory thing that gets triggered by things yeah. you see and smell and taste yes. and touch. And yes. and it's like this weird we like activate it. Yeah. Uh, by doing things all the time. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they don't activate any memory. Right. And sometimes they do. And it was, it's just like a cool little humbling moment to think that you just like, you never totally know. You don't. Um, and you have your plans and, you know, for the, a lot of times, like people have really, really faithful, obedient plans and they're prayerful and, and they're still just a different plan. Right. And it just, um, what I was going to, th- what I was thinking about was like 30 doesn't make me feel old and it shouldn't. But it makes you feel like the older you get, you almost feel like smaller. Yes. I equated it yes. to we talked about standing on the Hoover Dam. Right. And being like, I'm not scared. I just feel really I mortal know. right now. Yeah. I feel really right. small right. in this world. Right. And I think that's how. Right. I mean, 30 is not really old. No. But getting older should make you feel like, right. wow, I really. Yep. Like I may know more each year. Yep. And I may do more things, but like, I really don't know know what's happening here ultimately. Right. So my dad used to always talk about, um, he would tell me, uh, the word sophomore means wise fool. Oh, and uh and he, he thinks it's the greatest thing on earth that 10th graders, nine, 10, 10th graders Mm -hmm. are called sophomores because, or even if you even better, like second year in college. Uh huh sophomore in college uh-huh wow <laughs> because he's like they are they're the wisest fools because right. at this age you think you know everything right. like you really there's a few a, credits in psychology right know everything you're tempted to think you know everything and you have this like bravado that i think is inherent to youth of like no i know i got this i can do this um when in reality you're just about to find out how much you don't know right um and so it's like you don't you don't want to live up to the name wise fool. <laughs> yeah, um, we want to move on from right, that. <laughs> right, and I, I'm not going to nuance it. Of course, we're all fools. Yeah, but we should. But being a Christian will make you wise. Whatever you get the point. <laughs> we're all sinners. But um, I just think that what well, going off what you were saying, I, there's such a freedom for me in this age change of not feeling like I have to have all the answers, not feeling like I have to know everything. I think as a kid, you look at adults and you think they know everything, they're put together, they know what they're doing. And then you have that moment where you're like, wait, I, I'm not put together. I don't know everything. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and you have that moment where you're like, am I just failing? Am I failing at being an adult? Like, right. what is it? But I feel like what I'm learning at this point is that as far as the Christian life goes, 
really in everything that we do, if we want to be wise, if we want to be put together, we just obey scripture. Like you just obey. And that scripture. also includes reading it. <laughs> Got to do that first. <laughs> you just obey scripture. And, and that like, is, and I'm not joking. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be better. There was a lot of my young life where I was in a solid, solid church and I was not reading my Bible right. a fraction of how much I'm supposed to, which is right. daily. Right. <laughs> um, and it just kind of used, let it slide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I really do mean. Right. I, mean, I don't just mean that in like the way that everyone says you should do it. Like, right. I really mean like it's, you're, you're supposed to do it. You're, if you're not reading scripture, you're starving yourself. Yeah. But, and it's really, so it's, when I think about the wise people that I know, the people that I would say, oh, that person's put together. What am I really looking at? I'm looking at a person who believes and obeys God. Right. Because in any situation, if you bring foolishness to the table, no matter what age you are, you're, you're, it's not going to be put together. It's not going to look nice. It's not going to go well. Right. Um, but if you're believing and obeying God and you're coming to a difficult situation, you're going to look put together. Now, that's not why you should <laughs> believe right. and obey God, but I'm saying it is a result of it. Um, and I just think wisdom is for all believers no matter what age we shouldn't look down on people because of their age that's also a biblical mm -hmm. command um but i think there is a wisdom in you can be 22 and be wiser than a 42 year old yeah how close are you to god how obedient are you to god how did your parents bring you up that's gonna be <laughs> what change what makes yeah, these things happen yeah um but mostly i just think one of my frustrations with how we view age is that very often female shame of of not being able to say I'm 18 and right. it's like did you forget your creational purpose because you were never purposed to be 18 forever and everyone has only ever been 18 for one, <laughs> one year, year. That's everyone's it. only been 30 for one year <laughs> that's it <laughs> and it's like did, did oh no like did your 18 year old self just disappear somewhere like what what did you I think sucked when i was 18 i know i don't want to be 18 again <laughs> i was so and i don't just mean like i didn't know half the things i know now right i mean like i was so insecure i didn't trust god i didn't like i was so little in my faith like I was so little and disobedient and like, like I would, right. I would venture to say right. I just had no idea what it even meant. I mean, would you pass up the last 12 years of sanctification for anything? No, no. no. but I'm, what I'm talking about is that, that chasing after youth right. piece that is just shameful. Yeah. Like it's just ridiculous. Well, and a lot of it does have to do, I mean, let's just face it. Like a lot of it has to do with like physical appearance yeah, for a lot of ladies. It is, yeah. Um a lot most I would venture to say at some point all women feel not so great to right. cripplingly insecure <laughs> right. about <laughs> right. how they look or their weight or their right. hair turning gray or right. wrinkles that weren't there before or sagging that wasn't there before. Right. Um and so I do think that that right. is like we at some point we believe the lie that women are really only lauded for like 
their pretty little bodies and right their pretty faces and the right. makeup and hair and, and i just like want everybody to know that, that is a rejection of our creator right that is a rejection of the god who never purposed for you to be 18 forever right he didn't purpose for you to have children and then look like you never had them that right. wasn't his purpose for you and if you hate that then you have a problem with god right. and that's a problem right like just to spell it out yeah um we have a purpose in our creation that is fulfilled day by day which means you're going to change like you're going to get older and hopefully that means that um at every step uh, in your life you are growing more ever more in your sanctification and your obedience to christ and your walk with him in your unity with him and looking more like him and i feel like if all your if one of your big life concerns is whether or not you can look more like yourself when you were 18, you're not focusing on the right things. And so it's right. like, I, I don't ever, we've all seen the women. I'm sure we can all think of women who mm -hmm. have, who are far too old to dress the way that they're dressing right. or do what they're doing. And when you see it, it's like, this is a rejection of the days that God has given you. Right. And w whether it's implicit or explicit or it's conscious or unconscious, it's like we need to realize that we're all just, we're all people that are working in the kingdom of God that we and we have a job to do. And nowhere on that to-do list of tasks that we must do um, in the kingdom of God is make sure that you don't look your age. Right. Like that's not on well, there. and it's humbling, and it's very uh, contrary to what we think of as a society, which is that like the more you're conformed to the image of the sun, like the more your body degrades. Yeah, like so. Mm -hmm. It's it's a very it's it's a very clear mm -hmm. way to see um, what you think. Mm -hmm. Like what you what you believe actually constitutes mm -hmm. improvement, if mm -hmm. we want to use that word, right. like for lack of a better word. Sure. Um, if you think that um, your physical improvement as you age is more important mm -hmm. than being more Christ-like, mm -hmm. then there is an issue right. with that. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be healthy and right. go for as long as you can because I mean uh, like I know people that will be running the race right. until they've finished their right. race well, they'll be I'm, running it we're not I'm not talking about stewardship <laughs> right, right? Yeah. we believe in stewarding your body right. wisely mm -hmm. you're never going to hear us advocate I think I talked about in the episode of depression like have you spent all week on the couch watching Netflix and oh, eating yeah. donuts? You're yeah. not going to feel great. Also, not great stewardship of your body. Right. Um, I was laughing because I was hanging out with um, Becca Merkel last weekend. Mm -hmm. And she was telling me that in their family, they call like the women that, that do that, that <laughs> want to look not their age, day-old donuts. Oh, no. <laughs> And I oh. wish I remembered the story, but it's a real thing. I don't think the church, I don't think women in the church are um, as guilty of it as the world. For right. sure, if you're a part of the world, you have to hide your age. 
absolutely. Um, I can think of a dozen, you know, female stars off the top of my head who have butchered their faces through plastic surgery. And you look at them and it's like, you are so beautiful. You are. Right. And you were. And if you hadn't done all of this surgery, you would still be so gorgeous. Even though you don't look 20 right. anymore, you're still a gorgeous 50-year-old, you know? Right. But you see the hatred for the aging process. You see the hatred for not looking 20. You see the hatred for your creational purpose not being always looking 20 right. in that. And it's just, um, I think it's just, it's just hard. I think it's just sad to see. Mm -hmm. Um because it, it says a lot about what you think about yourself when that's what you need to do to feel comfortable. Right. And so, yeah, I just think my big thing about turning 30 has just been, I just feel more comfortable than I ever have. Yeah. In a weird way. I mean, it's kind of interesting because I've had a, I did a lot of stuff when I was 29. Yeah, yeah, you did. You had I did a busy a, year. I got a lot of stuff done when I, I was 29 years old. I had a front row seat <laughs> to a lot of things happening. <laughs> like, I traveled internationally twice That's when I was right. 29. Ooh. Um, yeah, I got my passport, well, right before I turned 29. And then Ireland, married, Australia, New Zealand, baby, pregnant crazy so i got a lot of things a lot done of things done in your 29 before year. before i turned 30 and some yeah. people might think maybe i did that on purpose i didn't it just <laughs> happened that way and i didn't think those a lot of those things would ever happen so right. you never know um <laughs> you really don't ever know um but i don't know i just think um obviously you've been 30 for longer than I have but I think the point of the show is that that really doesn't matter right 30 isn't anything other right. than well and and the amount of years you're right. here from dust to dust really yeah I think it's so great we need to have an a, eternal perspective um well and even my age my age didn't give me wisdom right ultimately right growing closer to God did right yeah yeah when I was when I was like 27 28 it really hit me what a like what a dire situation I was in in regards to how I viewed God's love and care for me. Mm -hmm. And I realized that had nothing to do with me being single or married mm -hmm. or having kids or anything. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with my career. Mm -hmm. It had to do all these these little insecurities that I had held on to mm -hmm. my whole twenties. They had nothing to do with me being 20. Mm -hmm. They had everything to do with me being unfaithful because mm -hmm. I could have kept it going till I was right. 45. Right. Like, right. and we do that. Trust, <laughs> we do it. Yep. We like to hold on. Yep. Um, but yeah, it wasn't that I turned older. Right. And that's what made me like a wiser person because I know people who are twice my age that have been faithless and godless their whole life they're not doing mm -hmm. they may know some things that i don't know sure. that's fine that's perfectly acceptable yeah but my point is that ultimate wisdom doesn't come from getting any older like when it when it comes to turning 30 mm -hmm. that's not really anything right regarding anything that's all that important right if anything is important about it it's just being thankful that this is the god's given you this many days right like yeah. you're only your age is how many days God has given you. That's what's important about right. it. And what are you going to do with it? 
Like if you've wasted the first 30 years of your life, right. are you going to keep doing that? Right. Um, who are you going to give your days to? That's that's the question of age, really. Are you giving your days to yourself? Or are you giving your days to God? And um, don't be don't be embarrassed of your age. You have no reason to. There's nothing embarrassing about your age. If you're embarrassed by your age, that's just fear of man. And you should let go of it, really. And just be like, yeah, I'm 56. God has been gracious enough to give me 56 years. Here's what I've, you know, right. here, here's what, what I have. And I only have it because God gave it to me. Yeah. So. And it's just, it's a very, like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know, it's math. So like, if you've I'm known, so, if you've known someone <laughs> for 25 years, uh-huh. they're going to know you're not 25. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, there's also like that. that. Just, like there is something about it that it is. Yeah. It just. Right. It, it, it's it's um exactly what I just said. It's, it's what she said, you guys. Like, you know, it's not something you can really hide. Right. Um, We all get older. Yep. I mean, if you're like a Benjamin Button type, then do come <laughs> out and tell the world because that's amazing. No, um, then they're going to get studied by science. But yeah, like we are all get we will all get older and you will not be special right. and not not get older (laughs) right that's that you guys are so welcome for that that's totally the sheologist brand you're not special (laughs) (laughs) that's terrible um i did want to give a shout out i met i got to meet a lot of our listeners last week when i was up in idaho i had a whole bunch of you come say hi um it was a very weird and lovely experience and you guys are so sweet and um all most of them asked um is joy here so just we'll so have you know to figure I, something out i told them i would pass on their hellos i you. was not there so this is me thank you. this is me holding up my end of the deal and being true to my word a lot of women say hello hi guys <laughs> i really enjoyed it but all right anyway that's it for this week Next week, we are going to be, well, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> what are we talking about next week? <laughs> maybe a few things. Maybe, we shall see. Maybe a few things. Maybe one thing. I don't know. But, but we it'll need be you. something. We need your support. So go to patreon.com slash theologians. Uh, every time you drink a tiny or a large bottle of water, mm-hmm. feel free to keep the mics on with six bucks a month. And let's face it, if you're buying tiny bottles of water, you can afford you have six bucks a month. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Because somehow that. they cost more money. I know. I know. So I went for my um about three times a year, maybe I'll I'll get a pedicure. Uh-huh. And so I went for my spring pedicure. Why am I telling <laughs> but the point is they, they handed me they're very nice. A tiny bottle of water. But they handed me a tiny bottle of water and I laughed so hard as I said, thank you. And then I felt rude. Like he must think, right. what does this guy think? Why am I laughing at his water bottle? He's not inside of this inside he doesn't joke. Know. He doesn't know. Um, but I, it was so funny because I drank it all like right away. And I was like, Joy did. is so right about this. And then he brought me another one. <laughs> it's like, she's somewhere and she's mad. <laughs> she is she somewhere. knows this is happening. She knows this is happening. <laughs> she doesn't like it. Anyway, we like you guys. That is it for this week, and we'll see you next week. See ya.